0: Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we've got something very, very special today. This is a little bit different than what you are used to, but I'm going to tell you what, folks. It's a topic that we are so, so very excited to talk about. Now, folks, typically, I want you to think about something. When folks walk out on the tennis court, when we see the players walk out on the tennis court, the new normal is to see them with headphones on. And what are they doing? They're listening to music, folks. They're listening to music. They're getting themselves right. They're getting themselves ready to play the match. And I tell you, folks, one of the biggest things for Brothers on Tennis is music. We love music. And we love thought, it. exactly. See, Bryce, I'm telling you, we love music. And we are going to try and actually bring to you today a little bit of a review of just one of the artists that we absolutely love and folks you will hear this from time to time we will start going into a little bit of that music topic because again that is what we are about we love tennis we love music and we love the collaboration between those two worlds and those two things and this is actually going to be a review that again we're going to do on one of our favorite artists um just 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 one of the favorite and most dynamic groups that you can ever imagine. So with that, Bryce, I'm going I'm I'm to, let me open it up to you because I'm talking a lot already.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know oh, we're excited. We're excited.
0: I'm very, very excited. So, so is there anything that you want to say initially? I'm going to go and definitely kind of talk about who it is and, and, and some of the things that are about to come up with these, with this group in, in a minute, but anything that you want to say in particular brother?
1: Um, I just want to say, you know, (laughs) this group that we're going to talk about, their very first album was in 1973. Mm. So that's 47 years ago. Mm. So as you know, with anything, the professional sports and the, the arts, longevity is something that's never guaranteed. And for anyone who has a career in anything that Spans almost five decades professionally. That is amazing. Uh, and, amazing, uh, <laughs> and, and I tell you what, this group is just so dynamic. And I know a lot of you may not be familiar with them, but that's what we're here for today is to educate, to inform, and hopefully to entertain. So, that's with right. that, Isaac, I yes. turn it back to you.
0: Yes, so folks. Who we are talking about is a group that, again, Bryce said, has been out there for a long time, trendsetters. They are known simply as the Clark Sisters. If you have not heard of the Clark Sisters, then you really have been missing something. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's, All I can tell you is they are a phenomenal, phenomenal gospel group, and they will lift you in a way that, it's just, it's, it's not even comparable. Um, It's, it's, oh, I, you know, I get chills when I think about the Clark sisters and how much their music has influenced me. Um, I think many of you know that I I love music and and I do a little bit of singing and everything, and they are definitely uh, a group that I listen to and, um, and and just try to absorb and emulate uh, on my journey uh, with music. So, Um, Just a couple things to mention. They just released a CD. So as Bryce said, they've been out there for decades. And they just released a CD. Um, It's uh, 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 the Clark Sisters. It's 2020 The Return. Um, That album is going to be released this Friday. Um, And they also have a movie that's going to be coming out on Saturday, April 11th, on the Lifetime Network. Um, Just incredible, incredible uh, uh, just things from this group. I mean, they are phenomenal. So, first of all, we just want to inform you and let you know uh, more about the Clark Sisters. And we're going to do a review of this album that they released, um, or will be officially releasing on Friday, and just talk more and more about them and their impact on us. So, uh, Bryce, any, any, any thoughts about that?
1: No, I mean, it's really not a whole lot more you can say about them. I mean, they are the best-selling women's gospel group in history. Um, they are known as the pioneers of contemporary gospel. What I was trying to explain this to someone the other day, and, and this was the best kind of analogy I could come up with. A lot of times in relationships, when you're going to start dating someone or you're looking for a spouse, what normally draws you in initially? It's usually the physical attraction, right? Someone looks very nice to you, then you kind of step to them, and then it's really what's on the inside that keeps you. And that is really what contemporary gospel is, and that's what the Clark Sisters were trailblazers with. They had a message that they wanted to get out to the world. And typically, back then, you know, gospel had – a certain sound, and, and you knew it was a gospel song just from the way it sounded. We treat music like relationships. When we say we like a song, we don't say, oh, I heard these lyrics, I really like these lyrics. Typically what draws you in is the music first. And then once the music has drawn you in, then you kind of take that second level and you get into the lyrics. So what the Clark S- Sisters did in the world of gospel is they used contemporary melodies contemporary rhythms but they kept consistent with their um the content of their lyrics and the message that they had in their lyrics and so the combination of the current melodies and and um rhythms along with the the very solid content of their lyrics it made for something that the world had never heard before and now you hear that all over the place but they were one of the first ones to ever do it. That's right.
0: That's right. Oh, man, it's good stuff, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> and Bryce, you know, for me, one of the things that just truly, uh, it just it, what I find so special about them, man, is just not only do each of them have incredible vocal abilities, insane vocal abilities, but when you bring it together and they start harmonizing, <laughs> oh, yeah! It's it's other level, bro. It's other level. I mean, you've got Karen up top. You got Twinkie that can do just so many things, and and uh, I mean, it just incredible. Dorinda with again, like we talk about her jazz, that that jazzy influence that she has. And and then you've got Jackie who actually holds it down, especially on this CD. I I was so, I was so proud. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> Jackie was like, "Look, y'all ain't gonna leave me behind on this CD. I'm trying to tell you right now, I'm gonna get my shine. I'm gonna get my shine." Exactly. And, oh, Bryce. Oh, I, it just. I mean, those ladies are just I mean, it's and and again, kind of tying it back into like tennis. If you think you see like in doubles, you see folks in the quick doubles back and forth, back and forth. That's what the sisters do vocally. They are so in tune with one another. It's just like a lovely volley game that you see in back and forth, back and forth. Karen hands it off to Dorinda. Dorinda hands it off to Twinkie. Twinkie will throw it to Jackie for a quick second. Jackie, throw it back to all three of them. And they're just volleying back and forth, back and forth. And it's just, it makes for such a beautiful scene, um, uh, just as it relates to music, man. I mean, these ladies are just phenomenal, Bryce. They're phenomenal.
1: I, I, Isaac, I really like that analogy you used there with the volley. That was that was dead on. Um, but, you know, and before we get into the album, there's probably one more thing we need to talk about. And, and hopefully when you watch the Lifetime biopic this weekend, you'll get a lot of this information. But... You know, the Clark sisters were started uh, really by their mother, uh, Dr. Maddie Moss Clark. She was—I equate her to like a Billie Jean King. She was a trailblazer in terms of uh, women taking a leadership role in the church. Uh, Back in her day, it wasn't—there weren't—men always had all the lead roles, and Mm -hmm. so— In the field of choral directorship uh, and in music, she was a pioneer as a woman to be over that. But that's just where it started because she had six kids. She had a boy named Leo, and then she had five girls, Jackie, Denise, Twinkie, Dorinda, and Karen. And she saw a talent in them uh, where she felt like they could be the greatest group in the world, and so this is where I transitioned Dr. Maddie Moss Clark from being like a Billie Jean King to being like a Joe Jackson, from the, uh, the Jacksons family. <laughs> I right. mean, she had a vision for them, and she did not want them to uh, steer from the the path she was guiding them on. And they practiced hard. She was very strict. She was a, uh, uh, a very serious disciplinarian, but she got the every little drop of talent out of those girls that she could and as they transitioned into women like we've been saying in this whole intro they became one of the biggest names we've ever known not only in gospel music but in music period and if you grew up in a black church you know their songs i mean songs (laughs) like is my living in vain Mm. hallelujah expect a miracle Jesus is a Love Song. And and who doesn't know you brought the sunshine? Right. I mean yes. th- that was bumped <laughs> that was bumped into clubs back in the day. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know? So that just shows you how they transcended. And and as we start to transition to talking about the album, one of the the key things about this album is, you know, these are five ladies that are basically in their sixties. Uh, that sound as contemporary as as a group of 20-year-olds right absolutely, now. Absolutely, um, absolutely. And, and, and that's by design because that's how they do music. Uh, this album has some of the top producers uh, in the industry. Uh, you may have heard of Rodney Jerkins, Jermaine Dupree, mm-hmm. Warren Campbell. I mean, he's married to one half of Mary Mary. Uh, Kirk Carr, who probably has the standout track on this uh, <laughs> this album, and we will definitely be talking about that Woo-hoo.
0: one. Yes, sir.
1: And even Jay Drew Sheard, who is the son of Karen, the youngest Clark's sis- sister. So, um, one of the things that um, we also want to mention, I know Isaac is that we have, now we mentioned that there are five sisters, but Denise, the second oldest, hasn't sung with them professionally in over 30 years, and she's not on this album as well, so it is the four still, but one of the things that Isaac and I noticed about this album that was very different from a lot of their albums in the past is that they did a remarkable job of distributing uh, distributing. Excuse me, the lead vocals. Between yes. all four. Now, granted, some get more leads than others, but that's probably the right thing to do. Right. But everybody is very present on this album. And, and we all know that that's not a given either in today's market. A lot of times you just have a lead singer and everybody else is just background. Right, right. Um, that is not the case um, with these sisters. Every last one of them show you on this album what they can do.
0: Absolutely, ah, great analysis, Bryce. Great analysis, and 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 just talking, like I said, it's, each of them kind of plays a role. They each have their own role. I mean, Twinkie is just, you know, she's the producer. She's the, you know, one that plays the the piano and the keys all the time. And she, I mean, she's the musician. I feel like of all four of them. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say that. I mean, because I have seen Karen Clarkshire play the play the piano as well. And, Karen, and Karen, know...
1: can't, Karen can't play like Twinkie. <laughs> Right, and, 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 and Karen will tell you that herself right like, right you know, yeah that ain't shade that's just no, true that does not <laughs> Twi- Twinkie is your Teddy Riley your baby yep. face your Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis all wrapped up in one yeah
0: exactly and like you said and Karen is more of your she's like you said she's I mean we talked about this she's sort of like the, the Michael Jackson of the group she's the one got all the flair got all the vocal you know acrobatics and just you know, she's the one just throwing it out there, and everybody's like, "Oh my God, wow, she's a beast." Um, but then right behind her, you got Miss Dorinda. Do mm-hmm. not sleep on Dorinda, no, folks. I'm trying to no, tell you, no. don't. Bryce gonna talk about Dorinda because I know you know Dorinda now, boy.
1: Now Isaac and I have talked about this. Isaac's favorite one is Kara, yes. and and you know, and Isaac being a singer, you know, I know he has a special appreciation for all that she can do. Mm-hmm. Um, Dorinda is my favorite for a couple reasons. Number one, Dorinda is just fly. I mean, just, <laughs> yep. just just even from just like a style standpoint, she's always kind of had her own kind of little style, and so she's fly. Uh, the, but vocally, she is the one that has kind of the raspy voice that's uh, kind of jazzy and does kind of the jazzy runs. And, uh, and one of the first things I told Isaac after I listened to this album is, she is very present on this album. Yes. Um, on every track, if she doesn't have a lead part, she either has the vamp part. I mean, th- she is more present on this album than I have ever heard her on in any of the other albums. And I have always felt like, because her sound is so unique, because um, sometimes you can't tell the difference between Karen and Twinkie. because. Right. Twinkie taught all of them their parts, but I think Karen and Twinkie have more of a similar tone. Yep. D- Dorinda has such a distinct tone that I've always said she's kind of like the special sauce in the mix. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yes, that's that's my favorite. I love Dorinda. So, back oh, to you, Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, right. I love, on, brother. I love
1: all of them. Let me say that. I love all of them. But
0: that's right. That's right.
1: Dorinda's a special sauce.
0: There you go. She's the special sauce, and then, like I said, last and certainly not least is Jackie. And I'm and and folks, listen. Typically, we don't give a lot of shine to Jackie. I'm just I'm just being honest. Typically, Jack Jackie's the one holding down the harmony part. You know, <laughs> she. But I'm tell you what, folks. She showed up and she showed out on this album. There she are did. certain there are some parts on on in this CD that she sings that literally bring chills. And, when we talk good favor, uh, I see I can't even I can't even start that one. I can't start it. Listen, her part, <laughs> Bryce, Ooh, her part in good favor. I swear to you, if you don't get goosebumps when you just hear just the purity and the and just it it is so beautiful, in my opinion, her part in good favor. It is just she showed up and she was like, I'm going I'm going to bring a little some some to this one as well. You know, I'm. I, you know, typically it's always Twinkie, Karen, and, and Dorinda getting all the shine. I'm gonna mm-hmm. get me some shine on this CD, and, <laughs> yeah. and and Jackie, you better go ahead. You got yours, baby. You got it.
1: <laughs> I'm trying
0: to tell you, folks. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I, I totally agree. You know, in the past, sometimes I get a little nervous when Jackie stepped to the mic, but she, <laughs> I mean, she really held it down um, on this album. So we used to always joke that. Um, Wonderful Counselor and... What's that other song? Got an angel waiting over yeah, Right. Those, those were Jackie's two songs. Well, i tell you what. Jackie got a song on this album that we're going to talk about a little later. Whew. That, that's her new song.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That is her new song. Yeah. <laughs> like you said, she she uh, collaborated with Mary J. Blige and lost her mind. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with it, Jackie. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Get your shine. Get your shine.
1: That's hilarious. Mary Mary, Mary J is like, I used to have pitch problems too, but I'm all right now.
0: I'm all right now. That's right. That's
1: right. (laughs) So, are you ready to dive into this album?
0: Bro, I am so ready. So ready. Let's do it, man. Let's get it.
1: All right. Well, we're going to start off with the very first track on... This album And it is called "Bend So Good mm-hmm. And this song Is led by Dorinda, My favorite <laughs> And I thought it was A great opening track uh, I believe this track is produced by J. Drew Sheard, Who is Karen's son And it gives you Everything you're kind of looking for For an opening song To a CD What do you think Isaac?
0: Absolutely. I mean, when I first listened to this and and like I said, folks, Bryce is the one that uh, first he was like, hey, man, you realize Clarkson's got a CD out there. I'm like, what? (laughs) So I (laughs) immediately turned around and listened to it, heard this first track. And I that was my feedback to him as I was like, it is a great opening track. It gets you it gets your, your mind right. It gets your spirit right. It just gets you in that mood of, yep, I'm about to praise. I'm about to give my praise and thanksgiving. And it's just an awesome, awesome track. So to me, I, I gave it a, a, a high rating. I did actually, folks, rate each of these tracks when I listened to them initially. <laughs> so what did you? So, okay, I
1: did. I did too. So what did you rate this one?
0: Well, now this one, uh, four out of—I mean, uh, one out of five. I gave this one a four. This was the this was the one I gave a four.
1: Hmm, interesting. I gave it a four as well.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. All
1: right. Yeah. So so good opening uh, track and. And Dorinda, just real quick, over the last 10 to 12 years, her solo shine has just really been bright. Oh, gosh. I mean, she has her own weekly television show on TCT. Um, She is uh, a minister, so she's really out there ministering a lot. And uh, honestly, I mean, Karen is probably the most popular in terms of what she's done in the past. But mm-hmm. in terms of the most popular Clark sister, like day to day today, it's probably Dorinda.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Yep. And, agree. Uh,
1: but um, but yeah, excellent, excellent first song. So let's move to the, the second song, mm-hmm. which is called Give It To Him. Mm-hmm. Now, what did you think about Give It To Him?
0: Well, now, give it to him. I, you know, I didn't rate it as high as the opener. Um, this one out of one out of five. I gave it a three. Um, I, You know, and I, I, I kind of inched it up a little bit to a 3.5 um, because I really do like the song. I think it has a good beat and everything. Um, I was just, you know, I was hoping it was going to, the, the album was going to kind of start ramping up. And that one, to me, just wasn't quite as solid as Been So Good. And so I was, I guess I was wanting a little bit something extra and that one didn't quite, didn't quite measure up to me, but it's still a great track. It's still a very, very good track. And like I said, I initially gave it a three, moved it to a 3.5.
1: You know, not only are we very similar in the way we think about tennis, but we're very similar in the way we feel about music as well. I'm exactly where you're at. I mean, um, I, I like the song, you know, I think my actual words originally was, it's I Um, I gave it a three as well. Um, And it has grown on me a little bit. I've kind of caught myself singing the chorus, you know, occasionally. It has, uh, to me, kind of an old-school churchy feel. Um, And, which, there's not a problem with that. But for me, one of the things I like about this album is that there are 13 songs on here. And for the most part, they all sound like they're one collection of a singular work, which is great. Great cohesion between the songs. There are two songs on this album, though, that I feel like don't really fit as well, and this is one of the two. Um, To me, this kind of feels like this probably would have been a good fit on a Canton Spirituals uh, album, Uh, and that's not shade on the Canton Spirituals, it's just that it's more of I kind of their style of music. Uh, the Clark Sisters absolutely put their spin on it, but you know, it, it just is it was just kind of okay for me. So Isaac, what do you think about the next track? Track oh. number three. Oh it's Bryce God loves you.
0: Yeah. So so Bryce, we, we've had a lot of discussion about this smile, God loves you. <laughs> And there has been a lot of discussion about this particular track online as well. A lot of people have weighed in on this. Some have been super, super nice. Some have been honest. (laughs) 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 Now folks, listen, Smile God Loves You is it's, it's a great track. Um, but at the same time, it just doesn't live up to the standards of this album, in my opinion. Now, it was a song that was originally done, uh, how
1: many years back, Bryce? That was, I believe, in the late 80s.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's been a minute. So, um, you know, it, the original was really great. Um, but unfortunately this rendition of it for me just did not live up to standards. It, it, they added like an extra beat and they were trying to be creative and it, it, it just, for me, doesn't quite sit well, especially when you have all of these tracks, uh, on this album that are just absolute fire. To me, this is most definitely the one that is, is ranked the lowest, at least on my list. Um, it just like i said unfortunately it just doesn't quite live up to 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 the standards on this album i mean bro how do how do you feel about it
1: and i think i love that you're you talk about that with such care and sensitivity <laughs> and, and political correctness and 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 i guess i have to be the bad guy here um and and it pains me because you know how much i love the clark sisters and you know how much i love twinkie oh yeah but I I have to be fair. If I'm gonna continue to say the rest of this album is awesome, I have to be honest when a track isn't. That's right. And I'll be very, very, very clear. When I was first listening to this album and I listened to it the minute it came out. I heard Been So Good, the first one, and I was like, Okay, that's a nice opening track. I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. And then we had give it to him and I was like okay that's all right you know yeah It's, it's a second track or whatever <laughs> and then we got to God loves you and then I got scared for the album <laughs> I did I, I was like you know what because here's the thing there, there's a lot of reasons why this this actually hurt me because number one on this album each one of the sisters has one song that they primarily lead. Right. And this was Twinkie's song. Right. And I know I said Dorenda's my favorite, I know Isaac said Karen's his favorite, but Twinkie is like that one that everybody loves. Exactly. And, and I so wanted to hear Twinkie just kill her song. And mm-hmm. vocally, she just, on the verses, doesn't really, it doesn't sound like it's, it's her best effort. Right. And and like you said, she wrote the original song, which if you go back and listen to the original one, it's off of the Heart and Soul album. It's called Smile, God Loves You. It's an amazing song. I love that song. Whoever did this arrangement for this song, minus the background vocals, because the background vocals are tight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking of. If they were just trying to be, you know, super creative or... or I don't know, but I think they outsmarted themselves because I don't care how sophisticated and tricky you try to be. If it doesn't sound good, it doesn't sound good. And I don't put this on the Clark sisters. I don't put this on Twinkie. I don't put it on the Clark sisters. I fault the producer. I don't know. I don't have the CD yet, so I don't have the liner notes. I don't know who produced it. I hope it isn't Jay Drew because I kind of like him, but, you know, the producer to me should have made sure the the arrangement was right, which right. is not. Yep. They should have made sure that both that Twinkie I don't know if that day Twinkie wasn't feeling it and if she wasn't, they should have been like, okay, we're not gonna record today <laughs> by tomorrow. Exactly. And we're gonna try this again. Um it just and it probably and you know what the song probably isn't as bad as we're making it sound but when you compare it to what they have on the rest of this album? Right. It 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 can't compete.
0: No. And no. so
1: um but you know what? It's very difficult to do an album and to put 13 songs on it and for all 13 of them to be bangers, right? Right, right. So, That's true. That's very right? true. So this is the this is the song that took one for the team. Yes. <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So let's move on to the oh and by the way i rated this song a two god loves you what did you give it
0: yeah, that's the same thing i gave it a two um it hurt my heart to give it a two but i did um yeah yeah
1: all right all right well, well let's roll to the next track let, 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 let's let's uplift spirits a little that's bit. that's right because we on the upswing
0: now we are on the upswing folks i right. promise you promise you
1: so as I told you, I was feeling kind of, you know, I was feeling a, a certain kind of way after God Loves You came on. Right. And so the next song, His Love, immediately from the music, I was like, okay, <laughs> we're trending back upwards now. We're, we're trending back upwards. And His Love is a really, really good song. I, I love it. Um, it is It has a guest appearance on there from Snoop Dogg. Uh, this shouldn't be a huge surprise because the Clark sisters were on two of uh, Snoop Dogg's songs on his last album, which was, you know, a gospel album. Um, and I, I love the background harmonies, and 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 the thing that I love the most is, you know, my girl Dorinda. After Snoop's rap, she was like, okay, it's you know, you know, she and Karen kind of went in and did their their vamp thing, but. Yeah, she put her stamp on it. So I I, I was happy to see that his love was trending me now back up to what I was expecting from this album. What about you, Isaac?
0: Now, this one. Yeah, we I know we've had some discussions about this song. (laughs) And so, okay, I'm just going to give you my reel on this. So. I gave, uh, you know, I, God Loves You a, a two. And this one, when I initially listened to it, I gave it a three. Because when I started out listening to it, I wasn't really that happy with the music. The, the music once it started. Now, what I will say, though, Bryce, is once the beat actually kicks in, Kind of like uh-huh. a, a minute or so into the song, I was like, uh-huh. "Okay, all right, all right, all right." I'm okay. I'm kind of feeling it, right? And then right. Snoop Snoop's rap came in, and I was like, "All right, yes, yeah, Snoop is doing his thing." And then, of course, then Karen and Dorinda just went 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 live and, and ended it the way that I, you know, I expected. So at that point, I was like, "Okay, all right, this song, I I, I can get with. I, I it's it's all right. It's all good with me." So, again, I initially had given it a three, but it has actually moved up to a 3.5 for me. Um, okay. I think you and I kind of had talked about I'm, 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 I'm trying to let go of my feelings here because, you know, we had some little stuff going on with Snoop and Gail King and kind of, you know, that didn't sit too well with a brother. But at the same time, you know. Hey, everybody Everybody has their flaws. Hopefully, there was some repentance. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, I do like this song, and I do think it is a very, very good song. Once the beat drops. Once the beat drops, then I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm all in. All in.
1: Yeah, I, I tell you what. So I ranked this song uh, a four. OK. Uh, I, I really liked it. Yeah. And so good. So I'm glad to hear you've at least moved it up to a 3.5. I do think, uh, and partially because they, they have Snoop on the track, this will probably be one of the songs that they released as a single eventually.
0: Right. right. I agree. Yep. Yep.
1: So, well, all right. Let's move on to the next track, hmm. which is He Can. <laughs> all right. You know what? I'm going to go first because <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to let you finish. So, so listeners. Once we once we got to this track now, this is track number five, He Can. That's when I said, okay, now we cooking with Crisco. Okay, we cooking with Crisco now. This is what I was looking for. This is absolutely one of the best songs on the album. It is the first song on the album that I rated a five mm-hmm. out of five. This is one of those songs that Jackie has kind of a part in there. And she holds down her part. But um, I'm going to just let Isaac talk about Karen and Dorinda and what they did on the back part of that. So, you know, go ahead, Isaac, you take
0: it. This is my story, my testimony. Go on, Jackie, sing your part, girl. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you, folks, Jackie showed up on this CD. I'm trying to tell you. Listen, people bryce is not lying to you when he says he can is it simply put it is fire it is fire people (laughs) this is my second favorite song on this album and that should tell you something i also rated it a five out of five and it's my second favorite song so (laughs) put that into context now listen first of all the music on this song it's just, it's insanity. It's just so good. And then the, the oh, and the vocals on this thing, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> come yeah. on, come on. Some of the, folks, some of the harmonizing that they do on this song is just, it's not even right. It's just insane. And then at the end, like Bryce says, when when both Karen and Dorinda and, 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 and oh, excuse me, and Twinkie, Mm-hmm. The sisters go off on the end, and they just let loose, and it is just a beautiful thing. And and there are there are not enough words that I can express to say how ridiculously live this song is. It's it's incredible. Simply yeah. put,
1: incredible. Yeah, it is. It is yeah. it's an excellent job. And if they don't release this song as a single, you know, somebody's agent or manager or whatever need to get fired because <laughs> this song is a number one hit. All oh, day
0: long. All day long, bro. All day long. Come on.
1: And, and I'm surprised you haven't talked about that three minute and 25 second mark.
0: <laughs> I know because a couple people have mentioned that online. Folks, when you are listening to He Can, all you need to do is go to Mark. Three minute and 25 seconds into this song. There is a run that would just, you can't do nothing but just drop your mouth. It's, it's, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> It's like who does that type of a run? <laughs> it's, it's so insane. So yeah, and that was one of the things I mentioned to Bryce when I was reviewing this for the first time. I just put on there three twenty five, and he knew what I was yeah. talking about.
1: <laughs> yeah, and for you technical people, I'm a melisma, but we call it a run. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, well,
1: let's move on because we can talk about this song for the next hour.
0: Yes, we can.
1: All right. Now, the next song is called Victory. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the song that they released, uh, actually, back, maybe it wasn't in October or November, it was released ahead of the album, mm-hmm. and... Um, It was kind of their, they hadn't done an album. The Clark sister hadn't recorded an album together in about 10 years. So um, this was kind of their reintroduction to everyone. Like, we back. Yep. You know, we we still got it. (laughs) Um, Here you go. Now, one thing that I want to say real quickly about this song is that remember earlier I said when we were talking about Give It To Him, the second song, there were two songs that I felt didn't necessarily fit cohesively with the rest of the album. Mm-hmm. This was the, this was the other song yeah. victory to me has a completely different feel sound and texture than the other songs. Um, but it is such an amazing song, such a well done song that it fits. I mean, you can, you can put it on any album. Right. It's, it's, it's that good. the, Orchestral arrangement and the, you know, I could, in my mind, Isaac, this is a song that I could see. Like, let's say, for example, their movie gets uh, nominated for an Oscar or whatever, or, or mm-hmm. you know, I could see them performing this song with a 64 piece orchestra behind them. Mm-hmm. And all of them in some very formal black dresses.
0: Right, right.
1: <laughs> this is that type of song. It's a very right. state, stately type of a song. Yeah. Uh, the, the arrangement is tight. The vocals are tight. The message is, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, and I don't think you did, but I know for me, I also gave this song a five because it stands alone to me as a as an amazing song.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Well, it, 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 you know, and I feel I feel a lot of the things that you feel. I feel that it is very stately. It's a very church song and they wrapped it. They finished it like a church song. You know, we mm-hmm. shall we shall prosper. You know, it's it's like right. it would I, I feel really. Oh, it's a great, great song. Um, I kind of was like you, though. It feels like it, it kind of sits apart. From the other kind of vibe if you will of the of the album as a whole and a lot of the other tracks um but i do feel like you said it is a great track um and it can pretty much fit anywhere um i actually had given this one a four um and i still feel like that one that one to me is just a very solid beautiful track and i think that you know they released it first it was a little bit strange to me that they would have released this one first off of the cd But again, a fantastic song and, you know, no qualms out of me out of it at all. At all.
1: Right, right. And you know sometimes when you have an artist that releases a song so far ahead of when the album comes out, Mm -hmm. they don't always put the best song out first. Right, right. You know, because like I said, its purpose was just simply to reintroduce them. And Mm -hmm. I think They got nominated already for something for this song. I don't know if it was a stellar award or something, but it's already been nominated.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. uh,
1: For something. And I saw uh, another thing recently where on the Billboard charts as a single on the gospel charts right now, it's at number five. Wow. Okay. Okay. So it's
0: performing really well. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like you said, it is a great song. It really is. So Yeah. Yeah, it's just the overall fit is where I just kind of am a little bit like, hmm, that's, it's interesting to fit in this particular CD. But again, great song.
1: Right. And I'm going to be very interested to hear who produced this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But whoever whoever did produce it, they did an amazing job. Kudos to you. Absolutely. Uh, so let's move to the next song. Mm-hmm. And this song was produced, it's, it's called More. And it was produced by Rodney Jerkins, who has worked with so many people, Brandy, Michael Jackson. The list just goes on and on and on. Um, And this is one of those type of songs to me where it isn't as much about the Clark Sisters as it is about the groove. Right. Yep. Um, It's a groove song. And that's okay. I mean, every song doesn't have to be this big vocal explosion thing right right uh, they showed that they could take a beat that's driving this song and really accompany it and um i i thought it was a good job I, you know i gave it a four uh, mm-hmm. I, I i really liked it um and uh what did you think Isaac?
0: well it, on the same lines bryce you know you and i think a, a very similar and when i initially heard this track the first thing i wrote down was funky because i just feel like the beat of it was it's it's such a interesting beat it's a very forward-thinking uh music strategy in my opinion that couples with the harmonies you know i need more i need more it's like how they do some of those harmonies on the more is just it's phenomenal and it's very forward-thinking harmonies so yeah, see, I can hear it. <laughs> exactly. So I personally, I love this track. I mean, again, because I'm all about those harmonies. I just feel like they did such a great job on that. And I initially gave this one a four as well, and I still hold to that. I just think it's a great song. Again, the beat is just very nice and fresh, and it's, it's just current. And I like that song. I really, really do.
1: Yeah, all right. Well, let's move on to one of my absolute mm. favorites mm. on this album. <laughs> Y'all, let me tell you what. This song is called You Shall Receive. And and I like to think this song is really a tale of, of two halves. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the first half of the song is really nice. It's just a nice, beautiful song. It mm. would have been amazing just the way it is. Right. The second half of the song is... <laughs> I don't even have the words. I mean, Karen and Dorinda need to be ashamed of themselves because there is no reason that they should have did to this song what they did. I mean, I I originally was when I was rating this, I was gonna give it a four, and I was like, the back half of the song makes it a five for me. Period. Mm -hmm. I it is one of my favorite songs on the album, and I love the fact that on the last song more, on this song, and even on Victory. They have these parts where they where the clark sisters are known for group leads that's what they did a lot back in the day you know when they were singing through a song they were all singing it wasn't just a there was a lead singer in the background Mm -hmm. and so i like on these songs when they're kind of doing that um that's that's really cool so what did you (laughs) think about you shall receive
0: it's so like i said bro i think we're gonna sound like uh (laughs) like we've been reading each other's notes (laughs) Um, because you're right, it is it is the tale of two songs, in my opinion. The first part, it, angelic, open the windows of mm-hmm. heaven, pour out a blessing, ask what you need, you shall receive. I mean, come on, it's it's so beautiful. And then at the end, <laughs> Dorinda and Karen were like, "Get out the way." <laughs> Because we got some things to say. <laughs> Listen, yeah. that, oh, Bryce, I'm trying to tell you, that song works me out every single time. It is ridiculous how yeah. incredible that song is. I Now, I initially had given that one a four. Now... I it, it rose up. I gave it a four or five. I haven't I didn't quite give it that five. I didn't quite because I feel like I need to use my five sparingly, but I get I rose it up to a 4.5 and it's it's scratching on that five. Um, and,
1: and see, listeners, that was a difference between Isaac and I. Isaac. Isaac, <laughs> Isaac used no, it's all good. Isaac used a half point scale, yes, and, yes, and I used full, so I didn't have like. Sometimes, if a song was like a 4.5 for me, I had to decide whether to give it a four or whether to give it a five. Right. So, I think because of that, I have a few more fives than him, but I'm scared of that. Because that, <laughs> this you shall receive. I'll stand behind that five all day long. And at the end, when, when Dorinda does that, whatever you need, whatever you want, whatever you need, guys, got it, y'all. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm telling you, I'm done.
0: I'm with you, dog. I I I, I ain't mad at you. I ain't gonna fight with it at all. I am down, down, down. Yes.
1: And and a shout out to you, Angel, even though I don't have the uh liner notes. I think I heard Karen say you contributed some lyrics maybe maybe to the song. So if you did, props to you. you put you it go. on a banger. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, if y'all don't know who I'm talking about, Angel is Jackie's daughter who is the mm-hmm. primary backup singer for the Clark sisters so shout out to you Angel. there you go shout out <laughs> all right so let's move on to the next song and this yes. next song to me is really kind of like part two of the more track uh two songs before it. mm-hmm. it's called it's called nobody it's also done I believe by one of the best producers of music Warren Campbell who has done everything from Luther Vandross to he used to be on death row to he's married married to one half of Mary Mary. I mean, and, and if their producer, I mean, he's, he's the man in so many ways we can't even mention, but I believe this is his song. Nobody, once again, it's a song that has a really nice groove. The vocals are nice, but the vocals are really more supporting, uh, the groove. Mm-hmm. And, um, I like more. I gave it a four as well. Okay, yeah,
0: this one is kind of interesting to me, Bryce, because there's like that initial kind of chorus part of the song. I'm not the biggest fan of, but then Mm -hmm. I like when they go into like that verse bridge, vamp, whatever you call that, that they kind of go into. I really like that. So it's kind of weird because it goes back to the chorus. I'm just kind of like, yeah, but then the little vamp verse part, I'm just like, ooh, I like that. So this one, I don't know. It sits kind of weird with me. Trust me, I don't skip it, y'all. It, this is not the track <laughs> that you skip. You don't skip it. But at the same time, I initially had gave it a three five. And funny enough, this is the one where I probably would hold with that three point five that I gave to it because it's it's not that I don't. It, I definitely don't dislike it. But it's one of those songs that it's it it's more of a filler for me. It just kind of I listen to it and it's like okay. But I'm 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 really excited about. <laughs> the Next
1: song, <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I tell you what, I believe it or not, I actually like nobody better than I like more.
0: Oh, interesting, okay, and, okay. And,
1: and like you said, I don't really skip any songs, yeah. Even you know, even God Loves You, I don't skip it. But if there's nope. a song that I need to go out to the garage and get the clothes out the dryer,
0: <laughs> it's gonna be that one,
1: <laughs> it's gonna be on God Loves You, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna leave that song alone. I don't think I got something to get that <laughs> so. Since you made reference to it, oh. let's go ahead and move <laughs> to the next song. Yes, now, let me, let, let me build this up for you. Build bro, it up. Build, build
0: it up, bro. Okay. Build it up. So,
1: this song is called Masterpiece, and actually, we just recently found out that this is the next single that is being released uh, from the album. Um, I think a video is coming out shortly. And it is once again produced by one of the super producers in the industry, uh, Jermaine Dupree, I mean, So So Death, Escape, and Janet Jackson, and I mean, just go on and on and on. Um, this song, when I first heard it, was like, oh, this is the banger. <laughs> I absolutely love this song. That bass and that little, pi- that little piano progression mm. in there, I had to run to my my organ and learn that real quick (laughs) because I needed to know how to play that whenever I wanted to hear that. (laughs) And before I turn it over to you, Isaac, (laughs) listeners, if you have an opportunity... Right? Go ahead. (laughs) I need you to go to YouTube. There is a video out there with Karen from the Clark Sisters, and she's in the car with Tiff. I don't know if she's related to Tiff or not, or she's just a friend or whatever. And they're listening to this song, and Tiff just can't control herself. And she breaks out into the body rolls. And all I'm saying is, once you watch that video, you will never be able to listen to the song the same way again. It is absolutely something to see. It is. So,
0: it is awesome, Bryce. I mean,
1: props, props to you, Tiff. I'm gonna make sure I tag you in this so you know we giving you your love. I'm trying to,
0: <laughs> Tiff. I'm trying to tell you, you have made me. First of all, I love this song. When I initially heard it and that bass kicked in, it is a banger song, just straight yeah. banger, y'all. So I immediately loved this song, and I was just like, fine. Just, it's an incredible song. But, <laughs> but <laughs> when Bryce shared that YouTube with me, y'all. And I saw Tiff doing that body roll. (laughs) (laughs) And Karen was looking at it like, okay, don't lose the message. Don't lose the message. Because I'm trying to tell you, folks, that song could definitely be played up in the club. It is a (laughs) banger. Oh, Oh, my goodness. It will
1: be. It will be. And, and, And like I said, that song is being released. Actually... You know, we are recording this song this episode on a Tuesday night and it's supposed to be released tomorrow, Wednesday.
0: Oh that's uh, awesome.
1: So yeah. yeah.
0: I, I can't even anytime this song comes on, I just see in my brain Tiff doing that body roll and it just <laughs> makes me laugh and I just love the song even more. It's this this is one of those songs that I what did I give this a four point five? I think I gave this a a four yeah, I gave this one a four point five I feel like it's a five at this point in my heart. Yeah, it's It's a a five five. for me. It's scratching on. Funny enough, folks. Now, remember, I told you, He Can is, what did I say? That was my second favorite? Yeah. Yeah, So that was a five. That was my second favorite. Y'all, this is actually my fourth favorite. So we haven't (laughs) even talked about my other two, my number one and my number two. I mean, my number one and my number three. We haven't even talked about those yet, folks. I want you to just keep that in mind. We've already got two fives.
1: So with that... Right, and all I'm going to say is, Jermaine Dupree, if you're going to do a remix of this, you mm. got to get tips that I don't want the Rona, Rona, no, Rona. No, no. <laughs> you got to put that in there. That's got to be in there. It's got mm. to be in there. Got to so, be. So, so, listeners, remember, I was feeling a little shaky by the time we got to the third track on this album, you know, mm. mainly because of track three and a little bit on track two. As you have heard, this thing has completely cooked up. Completely. And and these next three that we haven't even talked about. (laughs) So let's get to it. This next song called Broken to Minister, when I was listening to the album for the first time, and I got down, this is track number 11, I got down to track number 11, I said, this is my favorite song on the album. Yep. Um, this is Karen's song So like I said, each person kind of had their song Karen had, I mean sorry, Dorinda had the first one Been So Good, Twinkie had God Loves You um, mm-hmm. And this one is Karen's And for those of you that follow the, the Clark sisters To me, this song is this album's blessed and highly favored
0: Yep, agree, uh, Oh, so agree
1: and when you talked about, I forgot what song it was uh, that you like once the beat dro- when that beat dropped. No, that was this song for me. <laughs> it was it was sounding all nice and good, and when that beat dropped and Karen Ooh. came in with that the vocals, I, oh. I I think I blacked out for a moment. I I, <laughs> <laughs> I said they they Ooh. are putting in work on this one, so oh. go ahead, take it away, Isaac. Bryce, you talk about
0: putting in some work. They, oh, I, there again, folks, there just are not enough words, to, what do you call them, superlatories or whatever the word is, to explain how incredible this song is. I mean, musically, vocally, I mean, just the message behind it. Um, I mean, just born, you know, born a minister. I mean, it's like, come on, are you... See, I can't even talk right now. It's, <laughs> it's It's got me to, if they knew my thoughts, if they knew my fears, my yeah. insecurities,
1: right? come
0: on, folks. You need to listen to that song and listen to those words and understand when they talk about folks being born to minister, it's basically about your story helping somebody else. And I'm, oh my goodness. It, it, this, it, yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't even formulate it, folks. That song is incredible. And it just means so much. And it gives me chills every time I hear it. It's an right. awesome song. Five out of five. Five out of five.
1: Yeah, yeah. As a, as a five. As a matter of fact, I'm fives all the way after this album now. I mean, uh, <laughs> this is another song that I hope gets a chance to. I mean, they legitimately have five to six songs that should be released as singles off of this album.
0: Absolutely.
1: And and this is them. Oh, so,
0: yeah. So,
1: let us go to the next song, mm-hmm. which is called Power. Now, this song is Jackie's song that she leads. Now, there's a little difference with, with Jackie's song, though, because with the other three, they kind of led their their whole song throughout. And, and Jackie isn't really a closer. She doesn't really do a lot of vamp work. So she led the majority of the song, but you got to give Dorinda an assist
0: mm-hmm. for,
1: for coming in on the back end uh, with this. Uh, but yes, I'm, Jackie, I'm echoing everything Isaac has said. You have shown out on this album. Uh, when you said in, on this song, no more shit. You know, I didn't even know you had a growl. I knew Twinkie had a growl. I knew Karen had a growl. I didn't know you had a growl like that. Right? That is amazing. And another thing about this song is that I love the way that You know, with what we're all going through right now with this whole Rona situation,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you would almost think that this would be a song that they would release because that whole back end where Dorendo is like, it's not coming to my house. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) they could leverage that so much.
0: Exactly. It's not coming to my house, folks. I'm trying to tell you. (laughs) You And then that piano.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Isaac. What do you think about power? And don't forget to talk
0: about that Mary J. Blige piece. Right. Okay. So, like we were saying, folks, listen. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's, it's it was just it's so awesome just how Jackie stepped up and just was like, "This is my song, y'all." Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna utilize Dorinda to close it out because that ain't my specialty. But I'm going to give it to y'all and I'm going to give you some special sauce up in here. And (laughs) I love the fact that she, you know, she she had had done a collaboration with Mary J. Bly. So in this song, kind of in the vamp portion of it, they do this no more drama type of a, you know, type of a a reference, if you will. Listen, Jackie is like, y'all better understand. I'm trying to bring some shine on this album. Kill.
1: Y'all gonna stop talking about me?
0: Y'all, exactly. Y'all gonna get enough talk about me? I'm going I'm a hold my own on this one. And folks, that's exactly what she did. She, that, I mean, she did her thing on this song. This song is amazing. I, I just love every, every ounce of it. It is incredible, incredible. So I initially had given this one a four, a four, mm-hmm. a four, mm-hmm. but I mm-hmm. raised it up. Yes, I raised mm-hmm. it up. So it's this all is, good.
1: Yeah. yeah, this is a five all day long. <laughs> I yes. I'd never, I never thought I'd say there was a five on a Jackie list. On, on a
0: Jackie song, Jackie was like, she, "Look,
1: she did, she did the thing." So props to you, Jackie. Props Dude, to you.
0: Absolutely.
1: Now I, Isaac,
0: mm.
1: "Are you ready to talk about the last song on this album?"
0: No, 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 no. Because I, I tell you what, folks, if you allowed me to, I would talk to you for two hours about this song. <laughs> <laughs> there is, I. There is so much to this song, musically, vocally, from a harmonizing standpoint. It, uh, folks, yes, and it's called Good Favor. Mm-hmm. Bryce, I, I, go ahead, <laughs> friend. I I, won't, I am not going to be able to get through this. I'm trying to tell you already. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get through it.
1: So oh. good, good Favor, last song on the album, and, and I think... It's appropriate to be the last song because of the type of song it is. It is the absolute type of song that you use to close out a dynamic work like this. But you usually don't put a song, your best song, on the album last. But this song is a five plus. It is both of our favorite songs on the album. It is produced by the gospel artist Kurt Carr. If you don't know him, check him out. He's amazing. Um, But he, okay, whoever produced God Loves You needs to go get some producing <laughs> training from Kirk Carr because I'm telling you what, Kurt Carr had Twinkie sounded like Twinkie. Oh Twinkie clowned on this song. And no,
0: yeah, right. I mean, everybody, everybody, everybody. Oh, everybody clowned.
1: Ahead. And really, Twinkie actually, to be very honest, and, and to give full credit to Twinkie, Twinkie sounded good on every other song she was on, except for, to me, uh, God Loves You. Right. But he, feel, I feel like what Kurt, Kurt Carr did is he created space for each one of their styles mm-hmm. to shine in the song, and then even create a space for them to shine collectively. You know, yes. Twinkie did her growling type thing that she normally does. Jackie held down her little piece, you know, Oh. On, on on the breakdown when Twinkie was doing them bottoms, I mean, <laughs> might as well call her Alvin Chia from Take Six. She was she was holding it down. Dorinda and Claren, I, I mean Dorinda and Karen. I mean, oh. on the vamp and closing it out. Dorinda took to the church and mm. and I mean, this is a song that to me in future shows I know how they normally close the show when "You Got the Sunshine." Mm-hmm. You I mean you brought the sunshine. No. No, no, this, this, this is the new closer.
0: This is the, yeah, this is the new closer. I mean, folks, let me just tell you, I, I consider this song to be one of the greatest songs released in 2020. Just simply put, it is one of the greatest songs released. Let me tell you, I have never heard a song where you have the vocals and the instruments that are doing like a street battle. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, let me just break this down real quick. First of all, ultimate shine to Jackie. There is a part in this song. If you want to know, if you want to know what a miracle looks like, look at me. When she sings that part, it's like the heavens parted. And (laughs) it's just this beautiful glow It's like if it's a rainy day, it just immediately turns into sunshine. That part of that song is so angelic and so beautiful. It is, I just, I don't have enough words to explain how that song, how that part of the song affects me. And then you've got this little back and forth, back and forth that's happening with the music. So the music is like, oh, okay, well, you doing your vocal thing. Let me do my music thing. And so the bass will do something crazy or the beat will do something wild. And then it's like Karen and Dorinda are like, well, wait a minute. You're not going to show us up. And then they do a riff and a run and they come back like, what, what you got? And then the music is like, well, hold up. It is just a dynamic the the way that it just goes back and forth, and like Bryce said, not only did Twinkie bring her best, all of the sisters brought their best on this CD. All of them, A plus vocals, harmonies, A plus music, A plus. Bryce said it. it this is a five plus song. I don't. This song shouldn't even be a five. It, it to me is a fifteen. If it's if the, <laughs> if the scale is one through five, this song is a fifteen. People. I don't have enough words to be able to, and I want y'all to listen to them lyrics. Do not, because the beat and everything is beautiful on this song, but I don't want y'all to lose them lyrics because I'm trying to tell you, they said, I may, I might, I'm, I might, wait, how's it go? I don't look like, yeah, what I've been through, uh, but I look like what? Huh, God's favor. You, I want y'all to listen to that verse. I don't look like what I've been through. Folks, I know everybody's got a story. Y'all got stories. I got stories. Life ain't always been good. You get your scars, but you know what? You don't look it because God blesses you and you look like what? You've got favor. You look good. You look sharp. I mean, the fact that we are sitting here being able to bring this podcast to you, that is a blessing. That is God's favor folks. Ooh, my goodness. Don't have me shout up in here folks. Don't have me shout. I, oh my goodness. Ooh, I got chills, Bryce. Come on now. So, oh.
1: like we were saying, this you know, past, you know, the good Favor song, I mean, this album yes is just an amazing work, you know, if you are not interested in hearing it after hearing our excitement, We don't know what's wrong with you. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, it's available now on all of your digital platforms, your iTunes, your Spotify, your... uh, um, Title, title, you know.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Apple Play. I'm about to say Tinder. I was like, no, that's that's the wrong, that's (laughs) That's the the wrong wrong one. one. (laughs) But on Friday, it is released on uh, on CD. So if you you want to get it in hand, then you can. Which I've already ordered me a copy because I need to. I hate that I can't always see the liner note information online. Right, right, right. So so I have to do that. I have to. To to dig into that. But even maybe more importantly than um, buying the CD, I really want to encourage all of you to watch their biopic on Lifetime this upcoming Saturday. It's going to be on Lifetime, Saturday night, 8 o'clock Eastern, uh, 7 o'clock Central. One of the things that we have to do as a community is we have to support each other and we have to support works like this. Lifetime took a chance on doing this biopic right Mm -hmm. it wasn't like them doing a biopic on Michael Jackson right Right. it was on the Clark sisters who are in a a, kind of a a specific genre that may as far as they look at in terms of commercialism may have a limited reach but Mm -hmm. we want to show them by support and by viewership numbers that there is interest in this type of content so that Lifetime and other channels like Lifetime continue to make movies and shows like this um, in the future. So please, please, uh, if you have any interest at all in these ladies' stories, and I'm telling you, it's going to be a good story because whew, we haven't talked about some of the stuff that we know about. <laughs> uh, right. And and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna step out here just for a second. Uh, I'm not trying to offend anybody. But, you know, as a whole, I rate this album uh, a four out of a five. And Mm -hmm. a a large part of the reason why it's not a five is because of track number three. You know, (laughs) they they had a misstep there. Um, But also, for me personally, you, you heard us talk about there's the other sister, Denise, who hasn't sang with them in over 30 years. Uh, with the movie coming out, I kind of had my fingers crossed that maybe, you know, Denise would make a guest appearance on this album. And I'm not even saying that she'd be on the whole album because she hasn't sang with them in forever. Right. But how amazing would it have been if she just even had a part on good favor? Right. Um, right. I think everybody would have been like, yeah. So with this album being called the return without Denise's presence, I can't really call it a full return. Um, I know that there's you know, some sort of drama there. I'm That's family business. I'm not trying to get in family business. I don't want <laughs> nobody getting into my family business. Right. But I will say as a fan of the group, uh, I would have been really excited to have seen all five of them together, if only on just one track. That would have made the album a five for me right off. Right, right. I can't disagree with that, Bryce. So, um, Isaac, any final words from you on
0: you know, just, you know, folks, thanks for uh, allowing us first first and foremost to do this. Um, again, we are brothers on tennis. We talk tennis. But again, a big portion of our lives is centered around music. And, mm-hmm. and hopefully for those of you who are in the sport of tennis and enjoy music and really, really, you know, are invested in that area, that you will find some level of enjoyment with this particular uh, uh, episode um, you will hear uh, other episodes in the future. Bryce and I we, again we won't pro- do it, do it uh, prominently, but there will be other episodes where we will focus in on our music because again it is a major part of both of our stories and our journeys. And uh, you know we you have to be able to uh, to to share that. So hopefully you can uh, ride with us and uh, and and hopefully you'll enjoy and gain more insight into brothers on tennis through it.
1: Yeah, and if you haven't heard of the group called Commissioned. Start mm. doing, start doing your research. You go, <laughs> <coughs> you're gonna hear from us. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the, the, there's some stuff coming up. So, uh, so anyway, we've 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 gone past our hour, and so thank you once again for listening. Support the CD, support the the movie, and we're gonna sign out. From Brothers on Tennis, this is your boy Bryce, and this is your boy Isaac.